Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. Welcome back, everyone. We are back with the OC, your host, Kevin Longpray. My two somewhat friends, Dr. Sean Landry <laughs> and Jason Turnbull, <laughs> a.k.a. J-Bone Turnbull. J-Bone. Uh, boys, how's it going? Amazing. Great yeah. week. Oh, awesome. So good. <laughs> Tell us. Just full yeah. of infection. Full of infection. Well, infection's gone now, right? A little tack, uh, tooth infection all taken care of, which is good. Well, antibiotics like crazy. Yeah. Speaking oh, of that, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll bring up some interesting new data coming out that I showed you yesterday in the car. Sean just showed me. Nice. <laughs> Go on. Uh, so, yeah, you got so, a tooth pulled? Yeah, feeling much better, obviously. So do you feel light? How did it work? Like, do, Is it like uh, they're standing beside you pulling it out, or are they on top of the chair, like foot yeah, on your chest? He literally told me, he goes, don't worry, I'm not going to put my knee on your chest. Yeah. But it's 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 not gentle. No, it's not well, gentle. I would think you kind of have to yank it, right? Yeah. So you spread some stuff like on a <laughs> on a Q-tip, and then just kind of makes it a bit numb, and then he injects kind of you. Stuff? Then you yeah, I'm not sure what it is actually, but huh. it tastes strong. Mm. And then a uh, couple not salty. salty. No, no, no. numbing. <laughs> Didn't quite go there. Uh, and then a <laughs> couple of little injections in the in the gums, and then injections. fully on, fully uh, numb. And then yeah, then it's pliers. Mm, essentially like rusty or like yeah. clean didn't quite see them because yeah. he punched me in the face so I, just, <laughs> oh, nice. so I said i just i think i can can you feel this it's like that seinfeld episode <laughs> exactly <laughs> but it actually it comes out it doesn't take very long so my pliers from 1950 yeah yeah put a little block this time in my between my teeth there to, to did not you break it no no but it helped Shocking. relax my jaw which is nice bite uh, down on his hand yeah yeah so that was good I went home with the tooth. I kept it. I'm going to clean it up with peroxide to get a good look at it. Yeah? You're going to uh, frame it? I am. He goes, if you want me to put it on a necklace, I'll drill some holes through it for you. <laughs> I thought it was cracked. <laughs> it's cracked on the sender, but it's oh. still uh, it's long. Hey, it's oh. like this long. So you can just throw the you can throw the chain right through the crack. You got it. <laughs> exactly. I could do that too. And then, uh, yeah. It's just like a display of all the, cr- the, the grinding Tension. rage you have. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Let's just say last week was not a great week. Like I literally... You've had better weeks. I've had a better week than that. I laugh because I think up to the age of 40, I hadn't really consumed the contents of one bottle of Advil in my first 40 years of my life. And I consumed an entire bottle last week. Wow. It's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We we were thinking about you, Jay. So, I mean, I'm... I taste, I taste I blood all the time because the ulcer I created, but other than that, it's <laughs> <Right>. amazing. <laughs> but my yeah. mouth feels great. <laughs> my mouth feels amazing. I've got liver cirrhosis and uh, uh, a stomach ulcer. And other than the infection. Yeah. Right? yeah. You're doing amazing now. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Just driving 40 minutes each way to hockey, Monday, Tuesday, and Sure. Monday you should, and... Maybe you guys, maybe they could do another activity or hmm. some sort of arts and crafts thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just to tie up some more. I was thinking about single leg balancing in your house. Just mm. working on proprioception, right? Just in case. Yeah, yeah. you never know. Yeah. <laughs> you guys should get like a family discount of mouth guards, though. Mm. Right, night guards. That'd be a good idea. Yeah. Do those things work? I think so. What do they work for? 
What stops it? Like the compression of the condyle, I think. The condyle? Okay. They say for it doesn't for cure grind, your says, reason no, for grinding. Doesn't it say they it's or sold as the re, as to prevent clenching. It's the uh, stop what? the band aid of clenching. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. You're correct. Yeah, it sounds not, like I'm facing an intervention here in a second. Is that, is that <laughs> well, we're going to get down today's. <laughs> in today's episode is all about why Jay clenches his fit, teeth. Yeah. Did they fit you for a mouth guard as well? They didn't. No. No, but there's they clenching and then there's teeth breaking, breaking clenching. In. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right? Mm. Did they fit you for a mouth guard before you left? No? No. No, they don't care. Did I just, did like, I well, just, just pull the question? rest of your teeth out? Well, I asked them that. I'm like, so what's the what's this, what's this story, Doc? Like, do I come back and just until all my teeth are gone? Or He said, no, no. It's just it's you had the same fracture on the opposite side eight years ago. It was part of the same kind of thing. He's like, it's been cracked for a long time. It's just it finally came through. And he said, it doesn't travel forward and go to the next tooth. It doesn't work like that. The rest of your teeth are very healthy. So you got to go to the teeth dictionary like we did yeah yeah mm-hmm. work on some unresolved issues kevin like that all all the sheep things we talked about <laughs> in the past episodes yeah. that's basically it stems from there i'm not sure if i'm ready to resolve those <laughs> <laughs> one, okay let's go from one, farming to one sean. tooth later yeah one tooth later how are you sean i'm good i uh i had are I you was, good though i was knocked down a little bit too yeah, there you go i got uh a lot of demons coming out. It was uh, who? Who was it? Aiden, yeah, and myself. No yeah. names, please. Yeah, right. Oh, myself. Just call him number two. Went through. Went through some. Uh, yeah, went through a, a flu, a bad uh, flu, which I have not had in probably ten years. It was uh, mm. maybe longer. I don't, I don't know if you heard there was a pandemic. Or... Oh yeah. Uh, well, anyways, whatever. <laughs> but uh, it was good. I was definitely. Uh, it, it took a took a to- it took its toll. And uh, but I feel better by Monday. I was finally feeling back towards my to to myself. Seventy three percent. Yeah, I rallied. I rallied a little early. I think I probably should have rested on Sunday. But we had uh, another kid's birthday party, so I rallied, put on a good face. That's probably set me back a day. <laughs> Does that mean you had a couple of beers? Or? I had a couple of beers and I chased <laughs> and I chased kids around. I took them to the park and I was running around. My brother-in-law was looking yeah, at me, going like, uh, "I don't know how you're doing that." I'm like, "I don't know either." But yeah, uh, don't you have a fever? <laughs> but everyone's sick. But thank you for being a super spreader. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. For not canceling the party and my, getting all of us sick. But my grandmother's in the hospital, so thank you. Obviously, <laughs> wore a mask, right? Yeah, yeah, two, two masks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> While I was running. Yeah, because he's outdoors. Indoors is three. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm fine. Thanks for asking. Um, nothing to report. Nothing at all. I had a pretty good week, I think. Thinking back now, did anything exciting happen? I don't think so. No. 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 Pretty standard. Scheduled a holiday party? We did. And it failed. <laughs> and rescheduled. Apparently, having a nice, intimate <laughs> dinner at at your boss's house is not something people want. So we're gonna go to a restaurant. Huh. Yeah, which is which is okay. Yeah, it's totally fine. It's all good. Looking forward to it. Uh, so yeah, so that brings us to today's topic: Jay's clenching. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, we're going to talk about the connected practitioner. So we're going to actually go into detail about uh, what we like to look at in terms of the evolution of the client, uh, how we can use this to sell the art of sell, or sorry, the art of selling osteopathy. Like, so, what are some things that we do here in house that 
uh, is a bit different between the three of us for sure, but all kind of the same concept really is we want to take, so in an, uh, to, to, to kind of give an overview, we want to take a patient from that person that doesn't really know much about why they're in pain uh, to, you know, explaining things on a more mechanical front so that they start to understand how the body works in more simple terms, depending on how simple they are. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> well, usually you have to start there is most people don't understand their of course, body, yeah, right? I'm yeah, just yeah. joking. Uh, shame them a little bit, obviously. Humiliate tons them. and tons of shaming. Obviously. obviously. Oh, okay. So hold on a second. Ridiculing. You didn't know. Oh, you didn't know that either. Oh, wow. Okay. 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 That makes a lot of sense. Mm. The hip bones connected to the, right? Oh, so you don't know the false form ligament. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, so whatever. Obviously your parents didn't sing to you ever, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so going from the unaware kind of like explanation of basic mechanics and how they can see like, oh yeah, I can understand how that could break down and then cause this type of pain uh, to then understanding and trying to coach them through. And obviously this can go over a period of years even, or <laughs> depending on, again on the patient um, to the more interrelated, interconnected model of therapy where, you know, we start to bring in systems and, and all these types of things and how the body's a functional unit mm. to then introducing the idea of it's all your fault. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> it is your mind yeah. that is creating most of your... It's the resistance you are not dealing with. Huh. Yeah, yeah. It's, or, it's the clenching. So, it's the clenching. No, but, so, but, but people honestly starting to understand that... Yeah. Um, it's the unmet needs. What are your unmet needs? What are you not addressing? Yeah, that's so those are some of the causes. But the, the basic thing of like the, that the mind, the way that they're perceiving their reality right now is is what, how their bi biology is behaving. Mm. So that's a big leap to go from the beginning to the end. So uh, maybe the way we could do this today is that we will just tell stories and make fun of people, I guess. <laughs> no, no. I mean... Uh, <laughs> Or at least we'll make fun of Jay. A uh, little that's, bit. That's something new. Right? Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's turn over a new leaf. Well, it's because the comments are, are mostly that. We, yeah. we lack more of this. And that's what it is. Yeah. So, hey, dude, comments we, don't we're lie. just going to give them what they want. Come on. Um, so, yeah. So, I guess maybe we could talk a little bit about each category and say, like, some of the things that we use is, uh, I know Sean, you've, the car, the car analogy is probably one of your top go-tos, right? Yeah. Loves Some, the car thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's we'll let Sean go with the, the car thing. Bicycle analogy too. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big one too. That is a big one. It depends on the bike, but hey. you know, hey. Okay. So, um, so Sean, why don't you run us through the, one of the simple mechanical explanations of why people get screwed up. And <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I guess relating it back to, uh, a car is very, very easy for anyone who's maybe 16, <laughs> maybe has a license. <laughs> not a baby. Yeah. Not a baby. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, if you're treating or babies, now, this analogy might super choo -choo old. Choo-choo train, train might help better. Right. <laughs> if, you're, if you're still crawling, this might not work. But, yeah. Um, They're probably not listening, though. No. no. Right. Then you just hold them down. Go on. Right. Um, so <laughs> so if, if someone has ever driven a car, then, <laughs> then this is a great analogy to start with. So most people... And you can relate it to a, uh, a few things, actually. You can relate it to the phases of care, 
you can relate it to um, transmission. <laughs> ma- no maintenance. That old fable. To, you can relate it to tire change. Actually, right. At, let's let's look right now. We we are December first here in Quebec, and we in Quebec we are December second. But we have a law. Quebec. Quebec, right? We we have a law here in Quebec where. <laughs> In Quebec, in Quebec, where we have to, <laughs> almost threw up. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Where we have to change our tires uh, for winter season. We have to put winter tires on, so, so off- we make it to our igloos. <laughs> so we can, yeah, yeah, and we not can, kill anyone. Yeah, when you're not when you're not skating to the office, right? <laughs> right. You you can drive your car, but you can only drive your car if you put winter tires on. Which is funny because growing up, we never put winter tires on our nope. car. And I think we're the only province in in Canada who does it. But makes it mandatory. Makes it mandatory. Mm-hmm. But now, if you've ever changed your tires or or taken your car for a tune up, an alignment, um, you know, an oil change, that. There is an analogy, an analogy that we can utilize to teach people about the body. So one of the foundational principles is structure uh, influences function, right? So people understand when you tell them it's just like driving a car. Your body works like a car. If you are, let's say, for example, misaligned. Now, I don't necessarily like the misaligned analogy, um, you know, because physiologically speaking, it's a lot more in-depth than, than that. But it it, it's a great entry point, yep. you know, because people can see that the analogy of if your car is misaligned, then, for example, and you drive, let's say you're driving in a school zone, you're driving 30 kilometers an hour, it might not be that bad, right? You're going slowly, but you start to move a little quicker. Things, uh, you start to drive on the highway, and now you can start to feel it. It starts to shake, right? Um and so that's like your that's like your body that's like life right if you're just kind of you know coasting through life and not too much going on and you might be a little bit off well your body can ha- typically handle a few things like that but then you start to drive a little faster you start to pile pile a few things on life gets shaky life gets shaky yeah. right and your body starts to fall apart now you can change the tires right because you can say oh well it's all oh, the tires are the reason why I'm I forgot the season change. Yeah. Or you can change the brakes and you start to drive again and things start to shake shake and fall apart again. And you're like, hmm, that's weird. Until you address the alignment. Right. So um it's a it's an easy way of introducing, you know, and then and then taking <laughs> and then taking that a step further, you can then you can then bring it into the maintenance model, right? Most people take care better care of their cars than they do their own bodies. Right. So they're Shameful. aware they're aware of the, you know, every 5,000 kilometers per se, I have to get an oil change. You know, Jay, now that Jay's got an electric car, well, he doesn't have to do that anymore. But Pretentious. You know, but every, but every, but Jay's going to have to. Just save the world one step at a time. Save the world. That's all I'm trying to Until do. Until you got to change your battery, but then, right. you know, then we'll talk Let's about that. Let's not get into then. that. Yeah. No. Um, That'll be that. our next step. So. <laughs> so that's eh? one question. That's where you're going. It's on the Wi-Fi. $20,000 battery. Um, no, so so it's the same. It, it, the, the mechanical analogy works very well. You can use it with a house, as in a foundation, a frame, right? Solid foundation, frame. You know, it, you can use it with various things that people can understand. So it's it's, it's just an, uh, an amazing entry point so people understand what's going on they understand the dif- the dysfunction of the body how it's created right how it relates to certain aspects of their mechanics mm. and it's 
opens the door for then further kind of um, layers of this approach we're talking about. So it's a great start, though. It's yeah, great, it, like, it is uh, a good it's start. The best point. Yeah. The best. Do you have People any, get it. Well, it's kind of like he kind of said it. It's I do the same thing. Like I talk about their pelvis, and like you said, like it's like the foundation. Like, I look at the foundation of your house. So if your foundation's crooked, then obviously it's yeah. You know, when you're stacking your vertebral column on something that's crooked, it's no doubt you're in adaptation or compensation mode. So then you layered it into how they affects other things, right? So yes, the the pain you're having is elsewhere, but until we get this this alignment correct. Then what we do there won't hold. It's the same kind of analogies. I talk about the um, the attachments of the nervous system, right? The dura yep. from the cranial base to the first couple of vertebrae, and again on the sacrum, and how the, that's our access point to the nervous system, and how we can have influence on the parasympathetics. And did you, you know, study before this? Episode? Yeah, no, no, it's just it's just inside. Oh. Yeah. Uh, once the bacteria clears out, it's just the wisdom comes it's out true. too. You know, or maybe the bacteria is making you smarter. Could yeah. be that. Yeah, you got could good. Be that. You got good bacteria now. Sixth leading Smart. cause of death in middle aged people. I was told by my dentist yesterday. Smart bacteria wow. infections from their mouth. So that's why you waited so long to pull it. I hope I'm back next week. Um, yeah. yeah. So I talked about that stuff, right? So how if someone's like you know super stressed and going through a lot of stuff, and how I behind about, the big one, right? Behind the big one. How we yeah. talk about working on different areas uh, to release the tension from the nervous system and how that influences their body. It's it's just all these talking points because people relate a lot to mechanics because it's, it's simple that they can understand the the reasoning behind it, right? Because you can relate it to something else that's very mechanical in nature and, and it's easy to grab. So I think anything like that really works if you're into baking and you want to follow a recipe or whatever. You know what I mean? There's just different We're principles. Not. We're not. We're yeah. going to skip that. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Are you sure? Because baking soda has a crazy... Does it? Yeah, it does. It you really... should try baking to relax a little bit, maybe. I do. I've been cooking. Have you? Mm-hmm. You cracked your tooth, though. My tooth was cracked like many years ago. Was it? Mm-hmm. You have You're proof of this? Are you, you doctor now? <laughs> but you have proof of this? Mm-hmm. I do, actually. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I guess uh, the interesting part is when we talk about all these things, so like the mechanical model to begin with, right? Which is, like we said, a more simplified version to entry point to educate the patient on why are they in this predicament? You know, what the body breaking down and everything else um, is an easy way to to get them more on board so that the healing process is a little easier for them to go through. Because when you see the 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 why it happened mm-hmm. and how we're going to go through it, it's a little easier for the body to cooperate. So do you guys, do you guys feel that sometimes like when you're, I get for me, it's like, it is a fun part when you're with a patient to kind of go through that educational process and see some light bulbs go on uh, where they're like, wow, I didn't know the body could do that. Or I think that's the goal, right? Is it really, we incrementally try and add some things. That's what we're going to go through today with the two other uh, sections is uh, how can we go from just this basic mechanical model to a more involved model where they become more autonomous? Yeah, I think that's kind of the beauty of even our um, our whole like assessment, right? I do. I um, I think this was even Shaky. even nice in our assessment protocol, right? Because like, even though someone might come in for let's say shoulder pain, 
you know, we're doing a full body scan. So I try to introduce that on day one. So for instance, I might find something in their pelvis, like a, a vertical axis in their pelvis. And I'll say, listen, I'm going to, you know, have you ever seen an osteopath before? So I know you're here for your shoulder, but we're going to take an extensive history and we're going to do a comprehensive evaluation kind of your whole body. So I'll just, I, I start to layer it in right away. Right. So like you said, they're here for, let's say their shoulder and I might find a vertical axis on one side of their pelvis. And I'll, I'll talk to them about it right away saying like, listen, this is kind of bigger, you know, not respecting the laws of physiology. I know this is far away, but I'd, I'd like, you know, now that you're here, we're going to take care of everything. And, and I'm going to hopefully help, you know, help you understand how this, something this far away from your shoulder is actually perhaps one of the main causes of why you're here. Okay. And then so, we can talk about even then why that part is stuck, right? There's a deeper layer to that, but you're at least starting that process of like, I'm not just chasing your pain. Yeah. I'm starting somewhere else, even though that reason of being stuck could be another layer beyond that, right? So I think that's what's nice about an osteopath is we have access to that. We were taught these interrelationships as a way that we can then help describe this to our clients about, <laughs> about how their body is responding, how it's, how it's living, right? How it's reacting to its internal and external forces that it has to react to every day. That's a great segue into the second model. Exactly. So that's exactly the interrelationships in the body. Well, I'm pretty sure that's why I was delivering the way I did. It was probably fluke. Interrupted by your facial (laughs) gestures, and it was probably fluke though. In your hands, (laughs) in your hands. But other than that, thank thank God that happened. Yes. Great. Thank you. Uh, So yeah. So the second second one is starting to give a little bit more explanation about the interrelationships. Exactly. Whether it's through the neurological system to the organ system to vascular to whatever it is, muscle organ to fascial anything. lines, emotion, right? uh, even even little baby steps towards the emotional yeah, side somatic of things. Re- yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. the visceral clock, all that stuff we, we can introduce. So, what are what are some maybe some instances in clinic where where you see a window where this can happen? Because I think that's where a lot of people maybe struggle is like, well, how do I introduce this? So, like, so I, I'm with Jay. I introduce it right away. Are you? So, you guys. Yeah, we're together so, <laughs> on this thing. On this thing. Does it, okay. So you never I, I, no, I no. didn't. I had no idea. You guys are really good at. Yeah. Anyways, go on. So good for you. Yeah, introduce it right away. Um, if you, I, I'll thankfully, you know, through our nice, beautiful AK chart, I have people love it. They're always staring at it when we walk in the room, and um, so I'll, I'll show some of the interconnected or the reflex patterns that you exist. If even at the, the, you know, at the start, it's just neurologically, right? You just show them, you know, all these nerve roots you know, are the, the, you know, the afferent pathways exit here, the, the efferent pathways enter here. And, and so, you know, and explain a bit about the sensory, the motor, just to keep it, you know, I try, you tend to initially keep it within the scope of practice, neuromusculoskeletal, but, but it evolves from there. Mm-hmm. Um, they start to see... Uh, the bigger picture, but even using the mechanical model, you can show the interconnectedness of the body, right? So you can still, um, you can start then. So I guess what I'm getting at, so like that example you're giving, yeah. so quite often what can happen is like someone's in and they have, let's say, numbing in a particular portion of their yeah. arm or uh, things going on like that. That's like your kind of entry point, right? To yeah. Connect. So it depends to on the dive into that. I guess. Yeah. So so yeah. I, I'll use actually I'll use a. I'll that's use, a simplified version of that. That's like neurological. Yeah. To me, that's almost mechanical part one. I think it's taking it more from. I think you're saying even more than that. So, well, it's a step deeper. It definitely is. It's 
you know, you're not going for pure structure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. So yeah, you're off this. You're a little off the structure. I'll, I'll sometimes relate it to again back to the house analogy. I'll sometimes relate it. Let's say we're sticking within the neuromuscular or the nerve root level. Yeah, I'll use the um, breaker box analogy. Actually, this is a really good one. Where um, you know, sometimes I'll explain. Let's say they have a shoulder problem. But I'm assessing the spine and I find it, you know, I'll, I'll find a, a restriction at C5, C6, right? So I'll say, okay, well, you know, your shoulder injury, right, is very much like plugging your, you know, your toaster, your microwave, your, you know, your kettle, all on the same circuit, right? Because the circuitry runs up and exits through the spine. Now, when you plug all those things in together, what happens? Well, you get the breaker box so that your whole system doesn't go no. out jumps right so examples and i'll say well this is why you're feeling this restriction right here you know right range of motion lateral flexion whatever we'll go through the the ranges of motion and i said that is is a you know a a, a facet joint restriction between two vertebra that can cause right or that was potentially caused by this trauma here it's all related back to the spine um neurologically uh but it's also mechanical, you know, and, and structural in nature. Um, but it's a very good analogy because people are like, oh, so that's the breaker watch. I'm like, yeah. So, in you know, if we do have to mobilize this area, you know, yeah. it's like f turning the breaker back on, right? So we still have to address. So we still have to address <laughs> why you've plugged in yeah. too many things on that breaker, right? The trauma potentially, yeah. or. But you can use the same analogy with a vi with the visceral system. Well, that's what I was going to Somatic say. response, right, to the area. So let's say you're in your example. That's a great window into. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you also have pericardial tension. Exactly, which right? attaches at C five, C six. So, and that's why your vertebrae. You know, like so. It, that's what I'm saying. It's a cool so way to kind of go down the line of interrelationships. Hundred percent. Right? Yeah. So, so what else? It's three C three four five. Right? Yeah. Oh, we got the, the diaphragm. Lung, we the got the diaphragm. The phrenic. Yeah. Yeah. So from there, yeah. from the breaker box analogy, right? Yeah. You know, and the associated points in traditional Chinese medicine or whatever, right? You can, because and then I show the overlap in all the different professions. I yeah. always do that. I say, well, this is this. This is this. You know, in North America, we compartmentalize things, right? Well, yeah. Back in the day, if you went Ayurvedic or traditional Chinese medicine they would do all of this right mm. and and you know so it's really interesting you can talk about just all those things based off that and, and sure. you say the, then you go into you know well, well the well this this is also right i, I tell the muscle organ relationships and yeah. talk about the different uh you know the neurolymphatics and neurovascular you kind of stick to that same uh sure you know and you can kind of tell. Did you? No, 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 say, I find that this part, the the second part, this body is a functional unit, is where yeah. you often hear. I often hear the client saying, "This is the voodoo stuff," yeah. right? Where you're kind of helping them teach the interrelationships. But I Wait love till that. we get to three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is. But that's <laughs> what I mean. You know, yeah. you're you know you're progressing them through, and they're like, "Oh, you're really opening up their eyes to like." So my pelvis is off, and you're saying that that and that's affecting maybe why I'm getting yeah. pain in my TMJ trap because my because my temple's yeah. not rocking sure. or, or my TMJ joint. And I said, "Yeah, a lot of kids like." When they come in as, as infants, they get ear infections and, you know, we can go down and correct their pelvis and their ear infections go away because the lateral fascial chain and the attachments. And I think that's like an easy way for all osteopaths to, that's why people come to see osteopaths, right? It's not just the mechanical stuff. It's like, sure. okay, now how do we really interrelate that? And how does that differentiate us, differentiate us from maybe some of the other more mainstream 
um, practitioners that people see, right? Because mm-hmm. not everyone looks like we did athletic therapy as well. Nothing mm-hmm. against athletic therapy, but you know, if someone comes in for an elbow uh, dysfunction, we're taught to clear the joint above and below, and that's it, yeah. right? So we're not even going to the neck. We're, we're really going shoulder and wrist at that yeah. point. Yeah. So it's it's. I find that's a really nice way to expand their horizon. Like you've said before, Kevin, you 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 meet them at their level, you bring them there, and then you see how much they want it. Most Planting people, the seed. Exactly. Yeah. And most people yeah. love it. Yeah. Right? And they love to learn about their body because, let's be honest, most people don't no. know. Yeah. And well, they and find it, it fascinating. As Kevin it gives said, them, they're uh, simple. They yeah. give, no, but it gives them more awareness, right? <laughs> yes, it gives it them more awareness. It's like anything we learn in life, right? If you have no idea how something works, like it's very hard to make use of it. So, the more we educate them and in small bits and plant those seeds so that they can become this more aware, uh, responsible being for their health, well, the, the, now we've really achieved something that's fun because then they, they, they see the value in what we're doing as opposed to like, oh, we're just fixing this small little thing that's going on that has nothing to do with me really. Yes. Which leads into the third section yeah before i get there I say that, yeah. that's the visual clocks and i love when you i'm waking up all the time in the middle of the night and yeah you let's say it's between three and five and you're showing them how they're stuck at t3s that sense that they're that's t3 and they talk about their lung and then maybe they're having some respiratory issues that i find is what they they really kind of love that that instance there's something else i wanted to say there um that's enough i think <laughs> no but that was um uh Sorry, when you interrupted me there, I had something. You just I lost it. Anyway, anyway, go ahead because that was. I think that's a really big part of. Um, oh, and it's also I find sorry. That's going to say, it's the questions you ask. Because the more you ask, the more you can get, and they're like, oh man, like he really wants to know a lot about me. Like so, when brings it on? So what relieves it? What does it do when you ask questions about that time? Have you ever noticed there's a pattern when it comes on? So why is that happening? What are you doing at that time? And you're starting to relate how life circumstances yeah. also play into their role. What were you doing at that time? So why was it? What was the difference then? I find like that's oh, a really yeah. nice um, avenue into yeah, into everything. Stresses, Just even the yeah. functional unit, but and then leads you into the next one. It's what you can ask and keep asking, keep asking. I find that's a nice um, a way to bring them there because they're like, oh shit, this guy's asking me like, yeah. really? He's asking me a lot of stuff about. I didn't realize it was that complex, but they can see the yep. complexity of the situation. So yeah, so that does lead to like Sean was alluding to. They can start to see the timeline of things as yeah. well, right? That's what, and of course, again, like you said, the awareness, right? Unless so much more uh, prepared for when yeah. they go back out there and they start to realize, ah, crap, I'm doing the same thing again. Yes. So that might lead exactly to where I am now. when I came in. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So they got to make some changes, right? So. Uh, so the third segment being the mind-body segment and having people understand that the, the percep- perceptions they have of reality, uh, how they live their life, their their views and belief systems regarding uh, their life circumstances uh, is so crucial to them understanding why they got in that predicament in the first place. So this is a hard one. This is yeah. one like quite often... Uh, well, I have to say I'm very, I, uh, I'm very happy and privileged to w- work a lot with that, and, and I love it. I, I really do enjoy having true discussions with people about where they're at and how they're feeling and how they can maybe change certain things. And uh, but, there, but I do understand there are times where we we're not going to get to that level, no. maybe, which is totally fine. I, I think I, I love that, Kev, where we're going with this, and I think the at least the acceptance of 
ownership yeah, yeah. is the most important thing sure, right and yeah. then it can go it can expand from there but the acceptance of like like you said the awareness that i am the one that is responsible that's a tough for to either yeah where i'm headed or for what you happened did. right yeah or for where i'm headed in Janos. potentially fixing this thing right looking at the things that got me here or where I'm, or yep. or where, or why this thing transpired in the first place. Yeah. So, so like, the, just just the acceptance, and we talk about this. You know, we talk about the buy-in, right? Um, you know, the the compliance, the the that this is not just on you, the therapist. This is where you have to, mm-hmm. you know, in this educational process, right? You make them aware that no, it's their they, fault. It's their fault. Right? It is all their fault. But they're their best doctor. Please refer to that episode. Right? <laughs> Please. But the they, they are their best doctor. And yeah, if yeah. you don't get that, like, if you don't start, like you say, well, plant we, that seed. We can only get you so far, but yeah. you've got to walk through the door to help yourself make it, like, 100%. you know, truly move forward. Right. So, so then I don't know if you guys agree. Like, if we talk about um, entry points to talking about this type of stuff, right? So if we talk about the mind-body uh, connection... Obviously, in osteopathy, and I'm sure for the majority of people working on certain segments of the body when someone has an emotional reaction, is definitely the time to chime in and explain why that's happening. Because yeah. <laughs> if you don't, number one, it can be very confusing, and um, two, it's an opportunity for you to, one, make them realize all of what we're talking about right now and how uh, the storing of information in the body from trauma, from uh, unresolved emotion from unprocessed things is so heavy when we don't deal with it. So that when we're working on a particular segment and getting uh, a release and they have this reaction is just for them to understand what that, does that really mean and the importance of dealing with things. So now they'll understand it because now they see like the importance of like, oh, when I don't, it will actually house itself in the body at the cell level uh, just like uh, that book, the, the Body Keeps the Score is so uh, interesting at explaining the impact of trauma on the nervous system and how it houses itself in the body. Uh, for those of you that have never read it, it's it's very, very good. They give a lot of examples of that. Um, so yeah, so I think this is our prime time to chime in there and really uh, start to explain a little bit of the relationship between how the person has maybe lived something and or not resolve something that's housed itself in the viscera or any tissue or anything like that, where mm-hmm. then now they have this opportunity to let it go, you know? So, um, yeah, to work for it, to work through it. Yeah. To work through it. Come that's, out better. On those the are, other side, that's right? a pretty key phrase. Yeah. Like it's, there's no other way really. Yeah. Right? Remember I said that it's making them aware face, it's, face your pain and them, suffering. Well, it's making them aware that, <laughs> that by not dealing with it is the reason why they're there in the first place, right? It's, yeah. It doesn't, they're not judging them. You're just saying, you know, it's playing a big, it's playing right. a role. Yeah. And do you want to work through it or not work through it? Yeah. Actually, I do say that often is, is like, you know, an injury is not a bad thing because it allows you time, right? It forces you to take a step back and take a look at what were the things that I was doing that led me here, right? And if you present that to them and yeah it sucks it sucks your pain i'm sorry right it sucks it sucks to be in pain but it's gonna allow you the chance because you know unless you take it unless you're aware enough to take it right take it like uh, yeah no like like jeff does often right unless you're aware enough to take to or let's say to 
to move things aside from your schedule to allow the time for you to look at these things, life will create that moment for you to, you know, to slow down and look at it. I actually had that uh, conversation with Tafakados. I actually had that conversation with <laughs> someone <laughs> today uh, who I've seen yourself in the mirror. This morning. <laughs> for, I've seen for a long. Yeah, I've seen for. Uh, is this a real person? Look? Yeah, it is for a while. Actually, it's funny. I saw her today, and uh, I'd seen her for more back and 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 things like that before, uh, but I had a concussion like uh, a month ago. Um, maybe six weeks ago. Is this a short version? I'm going to give you like six, six, seven minutes. And she, she ended up Sorry. having, anyway, I, I'll do, I'll just go quickly over it. So not doing well, a lot of post-concussion stuff, not, not able to work. I had just received a promotion at work and felt that stress of not being there. And, and, and then anyway, uh, maybe halfway through, maybe two weeks later, I had her dog at a dog sitter, went, bent down to get the dog. The dog jumped, hit her in the face again, had a significant setback, like a second, second impact um and as and i saw today i haven't seen her for a couple of weeks and was really struggling thought she's supposed to go back to work the doctor keeps putting her off but she's torn between that guilt of like i was able to put my christmas lights up for half an hour why can't i sit in front of the computer for an hour like i should be there i feel guilty of them looking I'm, I'm leaving all the work on my other people like a lot of emotions going through it so what happened to the dog <laughs> she had to put the dog down oh, i knew it no <laughs> no <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> That's terrible. So anyway, all Way I have to go, say Jay. is I spent probably the first 20 minutes just, just talking to her and reassuring her that it's normal to go through this. And, and I brought up quite often, I know you want to be there and you want to do your stuff and you're not able to do it. But I know the year she's had, she's had some other, other parts of her life that are, have been you know big changes in life. And I said, you know, it's your body's way of telling you that slow down you know it's maybe this is what you need is you need to take the time to work on you look how it's coming out and it was a, a big eye-opening thing for her discussion she came down the stairs to me an hour later and she's like i can't thank you enough for the discussion we had didn't talk about the treatment about the talk we had and mm. reassuring and and understanding how look at this that way like i want to be back first yeah, that's great january sounds good i said but does it have to be january like you're gonna stick the date on it but if it's february like yeah. i said you just have to be open to you need the time. It's going to take yeah. the time. Don't put a hard date on it. Listen to your body. It's okay with what you're going through, but understand that maybe this is happening because you needed it to happen. Yeah. You know, so it was, anyway, it was very much into mind body, the third connection. And yeah, it was pretty, pretty interesting. And a nice connection. There's a nice, like you said, when you get to that level with someone, yeah. you reach a different level of, of connection. That's why we're calling it the connected practitioner. It's yeah, it's yeah. very much a different connection. It's Jay just Jay. Sh shockingly wrapping it up. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, there are time. It's only <clears throat> how many episodes? Hundred and something. <laughs> Anyways, and th there are many levels to the connected practitioner. Right? Yes. we're going to get into that. Oh yeah, a this more. is just a tip <clears throat> of the iceberg. And just a tip. Just a tip. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> Oh, this is great. This is really good. Good to be back. Good. Sorry we missed a week. We're very busy with our course and unacceptable. Yeah, really? We're gonna, well, Sean was sick and I was infected. Mostly Sean. And you were just lazy. It's mostly Sean. <laughs> it's mostly Sean. It's mostly Sean. And the course is going well. It is yeah. going well. Yeah, it's going very so well. So again, the feedback has been great. You can reach us at osteomentorship.com. 
uh, tons of fun stuff on there. Uh, if you're curious about the course for next year, uh, take a look. It's the MBO program. Uh, we are very excited. It was very fun. Had a great group this year. Yeah. Uh, and we look forward to talking to you guys again next week. Yes. So have a great weekend. Take Peace. care. Ciao. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you learned something. Or not. And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Osteo Connection wherever you're listening. And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend. <laughs>